0: I want to talk today about angels among us. Not not people with skulls and black running around. I don't want that. I want angels. Did you hear what I just said? What did I want? Angels. Angels. How many Christians know that angels are walking amongst us right now? How many of us? engage the ministry of angels i'm going to share this with you so i've had an experience with angels myself you see one of the reasons why god allows us these supernatural encounters is so that our faith will be strong watch this faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god when you receive the word of God and you believe the word of God, the word of God becomes a reality for you. So I have received the word. I have been blessed by the word. Now, here's what happened. As I, as I um, grew in my faith, I had some experiences that I cannot discount. Let me tell you one of them. One day, we had just gotten married. Do you want to hear this one? Uh, do you want to hear this one? How many people are really not happy with me today because I I, I smashed Halloween? How many people are not really? Because your your kids are going to go trick or treating and you don't like what I said. You don't need to put your hands up, okay? I, I know it's not comfortable for some of you, but you know what? I've passed the stage of discomfort. You know when you have preached to two people in a room, <laughs> eh? and you preached as if you are preaching to a thousand people, and you preach to ten like a thousand, and you preach to fifty, it doesn't matter anymore. Because I see beyond what I see right now. We've got to see beyond that. So uh, if I've made you uncomfortable, you know, I will now make you comfortable. Because when I start talking about angels, if you didn't before, you will never remain the same. When you start operating on a higher plane, you won't be running around lighting candles for garbage. It is what we see that makes us live the way we live. What do you see? When we say, oh, we believe in God. How much of God have you seen? How much of God have you related with? How has that helped you? Do you know that we are all flawed human beings? All of us, including myself. Yet God gives us such access to the things of the spirit. Angels amongst us. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. What does it say? Maybe we can read it together. Hebrews 1.14. That's the verse I want to read. There's so many verses on angels, but I'm going to read Hebrews 1.14. Therefore, angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. I want to talk about angels because I want Christians to become more engaged with the supernatural. Because we have the supernatural in us. When you become born again, your spirit receives the seed of God. Angels are spirit beings created by God for his purpose. The scriptures are abundantly clear about their varied roles to those who will inherit salvation. The the scripture doesn't hide it. And I'll tell you why. If you go to the Old Testament, I'll give you four examples from the Old Testament. Angels meet with Abraham. Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to 2. Angels met with Abraham. Second one, one angel destroyed 185,000 Assyrian troops in Isaiah chapter 37, verse 36. Gideon's war against the Amalekites is the third example. Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 23. All these are in the Bible. So I gave you the notes. You can take a picture of it if you want. You can request the notes. We can send it to you. Super Samson's parents. Remember the Samson in the Bible? If you've ever been to Sunday school, you heard the story of Samson who was so strong. His parents had an encounter with an angel in Judges chapter 13 before he was born. Let's look at some examples of angel activity in the New Testament. The birth of Christ in Luke chapter 2 verse 1 to 20 when Jesus was born, the Bible tells us that angels appeared, right? Shepherds who were out in the field saw him. I mean, saw the angels praising God. Joseph encouraged To marry Mary by an angel who appeared to him in a dream. So an angel can come to you physically as well as in a dream. Very important. And I'll explain. As we go on, I will say a bit more about these things and encounters. Rescuing Peter from prison and certain death. Acts chapter 12 verse 7. Rescuing Peter from prison and certain death. So we see it was actually... Um, uh, uh, an angel who brought him out of prison. Now, all of these things, atheists and all agnostics say, uh, many agnostics say, this is it's just fairy tales. Well, it's not fairy tales because if, how many of you are born again here? You have given your heart to Jesus. You know Jesus as Lord and Savior now. Yeah. So if Jesus said to us, many who received me to them, I give eternal life and it happened to you, it means that there's more because the beginning of our journey with God is coming to know Jesus. But there's more. There's more, so and that—that's that's the more I'm talking about—is that God wants you to actually experience fellowship with Him, with no hindrance, and to actually see what heaven has got for you. So I'm, t- I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> when we had—we had just gotten married and um, we were living in a uh, part uh, part of Lagos in Nigeria, my wife and I—and. Uh, I remember one day I had uh, put food on the, you know, the uh, we, we have in the homes, you actually have, um, what you call those uh, gas cylinders? The ones, you call them propane tanks here, right? So you have the actual, they're this high. And then I had put on some food, it was cooking, and then I forgot. And um, I actually heard in my spirit a, a reminder and that, God had intervened and I was like what? So I went to the kitchen and I saw that the the stove was turned on. I couldn't smell gas. There was no flame and it had just been put off. So I shook the cylinder to say, is there anything in it? There was plenty. So I thought to myself, what happened here? There is no human explanation why that house did not go up in flames that day. I believe that an angel put it off. Now, for some of you, you might say, well, you know, it's just coincidence. Okay, I'll tell you a second one. So one day I'm asleep. So I'm I'm saying that God wants us. And some of you may have had these experiences, but the point is, you can't buy them. (laughs) But you are a child of heaven. You are a child of God. And there's a reason why God wants us to go beyond just sitting in church having a nice message and getting grumpy all week. So here's the, <laughs> here's the thing. So he so I, I the door opens at about two o'clock in the morning on its of his own accord, and my eyes pop open. How many of you have ever had this experience where you're sleeping deeply asleep, and suddenly your eyes just go boom like that? And it just opens. Well, it's time to pray. If you're not in pain, if you're not unwell, it's time to pray. Somebody's talking to you. If you read Psalm 17, you can write that down. Psalm 17, you will see that the Bible says God visits in the night. When your spirit is calm and you're quiet, the Lord is visiting you. And he can show you things. For example, a few days ago, I saw two people. I was lying down in my bed. I was asleep, but I saw two people talking about me. I saw their identities. But I didn't get the information so that I could go out and fight them. No, I got the information so I could pray for them. Sometimes I would know things ahead of time. Other times I don't know nothing. I don't even know what to do. But he decides what to show you. So I'm, I'm lying down there and I'm wondering, who is this? So I see this individual with a white, in white, walking towards the bed, the door opens. Walking towards the bed, and uh, talks to me. Says a few words to me that I won't tell you. He said a few words to me that have remained with me for a very long time. So there are things that have happened in my life. For example, let me tell you one of the most painful things that happen to a human being is when other human beings break your trust. Especially people that you love and you invest in when they break or they lie. Now, my wife and I have had people say things about us that are not true. People have lied that are not true. Honestly, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be able to do this job. I would have left it long ago. If it wasn't for my supernatural encounters that I don't really like to talk about because I don't need to talk about them, I wouldn't be doing this. I'll I'll be... It's, it's, it's over. This is why we need more than just hearing the word, because the hearing of the word should produce encounters, should produce the voice of God in your spirit. Do you know that every child of God has arrows being shot at them? Somebody say arrow. Arrows are being shot at you as a Christian. You, you didn't know that. If God were to open your eyes, do you know that As I, as a minister, I have arrows being shot at me. These arrows are to cause errors. Arrows to cause what? Errors. Now, here's the problem. So, a Christian is over here. The arrow is shot. Pam! And it's coming. And it hits. Oh! Ow! Ow! And then they do something that's not really right. Or they make a little mistake. Other Christians, because we're not praying, we're so full of our own stuff. You know what we do? We attack the one that has just received the arrow. Not knowing that an arrow is also waiting for us down the line. Sometimes people do things because an arrow caused an error. But if the Christians who are over here, if the church who is over here, if David Bracken and I get together, And David sent oh, two Davids, woo-hoo-hoo. And we have a catapult like David in the Bible, right? We can defeat many Goliaths through our praying together. But when we say, oh, you know what? Look at what happened to her. She got an arrow. She did this. I'm sorry, she caused an arrow. But we didn't know that it was an arrow that pushed her to arrow. So rather than loving on her, rather than seeing that she's imperfect, the Bible says, love one another. We just pile on, we pile on, we pile on, we pile on. And the angels are like, what do we do? They're talking about each other. We can't do nothing. Because according to Psalm 15, the heavens, Psalm 115 I think, the heavens of the heavens are the Lord's and the earth belongs to men. That he has given to the sons of men. So what happens is human beings give permission to spiritual entities to operate on the earth some of these things I don't teach them on Sunday I do it at prayer meeting and vigils but I felt it was important that I do this so that we will strive for more so that we'll strive to hear more so that we'll strive to go deeper I want to say this angels today especially the church age See, because there are false angels seeking to corrupt truth, we must know that true angels will not seek worship from you. They will not draw attention to Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry, they will draw attention to Jesus Christ, not to themselves. Sorry, what I mean is, they will not draw attention to themselves, but to Jesus Christ. That's a true angel. They will seek to help, not harm believers. Angels are at work among us. See, angelic activity increases when we gather for fellowship, when we sing praises to God, when we pray, when the word is preached, and when a sinner turns to God. Whenever we gather, it increases angelic activity. You know what I told you when we're talking about, if I'm talking with, you know, somebody about how bad somebody is and not even willing to help or what the the errors that happen, not realize that an arrow struck them causing the error, the angels who are guardians can't do much because what we speak is fuel for fire how we talk that's why the bible says do not envy one another now let me point this to you in hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 this is one of the scriptures if you ever take the foundation course in joy fountain you would see we talk about a lot hebrews 10:25 hebrews 10:25 and it says this let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but let's encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near let us not neglect our meeting together do you know one of the reasons why he said so there's more to it than meets the eye it's because when we gather something magical happens angels come to the place of gathering in 1 corinthians chapter 10 paul was writing about hair coverings he says because of the angels there are angels when we gather. When Jacob was running away from Esau, he the Bible says he alighted on a place and he spent the night there. Then he had a dream. Angels were ascending and descending. Friends, angels are alive and well, and they are working amongst us. Our first scripture, I will give more scriptures as we go around along in the series going towards the end of the month. But I wanted to say from Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14, it is very clear that angels are to serve the believers. In fact, there are different kinds of angels. There are different designs of angels. There are angels who appear like human beings. They will walk the hall. They may even sit in a service like this and leave. The Bible says in Hebrews that we should we should we should be hospitable because some in being hospitable hospitable actually uh, entertained angels. And that speaks of Abraham. We see that in the Old Testament. I've shown you in the Old Testament some exa- there are so many. This is a book that talks so much about angelic activity. Why aren't we talking about it? Why aren't we experiencing it? Wow, you do you know your children experience angels? Sometimes they will tell you and you can, we don't hear because we are busy thinking of how to pay the rent and the mortgage. We are busy thinking of the next. They are trying to communicate things to you. Children are so sensitive. How many of you agree with me that children are so sensitive? They tend to lose the sensitivity as they start growing up into teenage years. But watch them from when they are babies. You think their the eyes are going around just like that for nothing? Science doesn't have all the answers, Science has a lot of answers. But I can tell you, I told you before here many times, the problem within faith and science, science actually should complement faith. It's never supposed to be a runaway from faith. Originally, science and faith worked together. In fact, faith led people to science. But when you have a situation where science is at loggerheads with faith, there's a problem. And when I talk about faith, I'm not talking about all kinds of faith. I'm talking of the faith through Jesus Christ our Lord. Because when you read the scriptures, the Bible is such an amazing book. It's so deep. Have you ever tried to read the scripture from beginning to the end? Through Genesis, and I mean, January and February from Genesis to Revelation. You can do that through the YouVersion app. I've used the YouVersion app to read through the whole Bible for uh, three years in a row. Powerful experiences. Things I never would, I would read and go, wow, this is here? I read it before, but now it's giving me a new meaning. It's something. This God is—he wants us to hear more. He wants us to see more. Because I I don't want—I don't want my children or my grandchildren to live in a world where there's so much available for them in the supernatural realms, and they're not reaching for it because we've been made to believe lies. So I thought to myself, you know, as Halloween draws around and people begin to celebrate all these things that are not really helpful, I'm going to celebrate. The fact that I have angels watching over me. The Bible says he has given his angels what? Charge over you. Say it with me. He's given his angels charge over me. Do you know who said that to Jesus? It was sin. He knew. He said jump and fall. you know he was trying to use the truth of God's word to tempt him to do what was wrong. But the truth is, God gives His angels. Some of you may say, "But why then do we have problems? Why the-? it's part of life. There will be difficulties. There will be problems, and that's why we must be engaged in prayer. That's why when you are in your small group, pray. Those kids who want to pray in small group, please let them pray. When they when they start the prayer and they end it after comma and full stop, it's okay. Because their spirit is praying. Children are amazing. Those of you who have two-year-old children, teach them how to pray. How many of you to have two-year-old children here? One year old, they are very powerful. Go to Psalm chapter 8, verse 2. Read it in different versions of the Bible. God has ordained strength in the uh, power in the mouth of babes. Teach them. All you need to do is the first thing, teach them to say Jesus. If they call Jesus, it's okay because they can't talk like you. Their spirit has called Jesus. When you teach your children how to pray, if you are not there, God forbid they are ever kidnapped, they will torment the kidnapper with their prayer. Amen. God forbid they are in any, in any difficult situation, children's prayer does not miss its way. <laughs> Some people are in the spirit this morning. I said our children's prayer, they, it doesn't miss a, they don't they, Because they don't have time to think or calculate, is it, God angry with me today? They don't think like that. Teach your grandchildren how to pray. Some of you, you say, oh, I'm a grandma. Oh, I don't like what I see in my children. I don't like what... When they are young, teach them how to pray. They see things you don't see. They understand things you think. You you think they are, oh, they are just children. They are not just children. Their spirit hears God before you do. Their spirit ascends to heaven. While yours is busy running around here trying to see who else is talking about. (laughs) They are smarter than you can ever imagine. They are gifted. Teach them how to connect with heaven. In fact, you'll be amazed how much of a blessing it becomes for you. I have children in our church here. They pray. I'm telling you, their parents talk about how they pray. We have little ones here now. They are praying. May God help us all in Jesus' mighty name.